Hey there! Welcome to another episode of the Podcast for Education exclusively brought to you by Africa Business Radio. To take us through the world of English language is Miss Jaja. She'll be treating the topic direct and indirect speech. Okay, welcome to a wonderful time of learning on the podcast today. Today in English language, we'll be talking about direct and indirect speeches. And I'll be teaching the JSS1 pupils. Direct and indirect speeches. The first thing is a speech could be what to call narration. You know what a narration is, something you're telling. Now, you have two types of narration. We have the direct one and then the indirect one. Now, we say the indirect speech is also known as a reported speech, indirect narration or indirect discourse. In grammar, when you report someone else's statement in your own words without any change in the meaning of the statement, it is called an indirect speech. But why would say the direct speech is a process of quoting a person's words without using his own word and bringing about any change in the meaning of the statement is a reported speech. So we say that is a direct reported speech. Let's talk about the difference between direct and indirect before we move on. A direct speech reports or quotes the exact words spoken by the person that spoke it. Number two rule says, the purpose is to report exactly what was said by the person with the use of quotation marks, which means whatever the person said, remember, we put them in quotation marks. Number three, it is accompanied by a reporting verb. A reporting verb, which also signal what we also call a signal phrase or a quotation frame. The verb tense are not changed in the sentence when you are writing a direct speech. You don't change the verb tenses, you leave them the way they are. Now, for indirect speech, you're reporting, and I remember it's also a reported speech, but the speech is in the past. Then the third rule says reporting verbs. So the reporting verbs are when you say say, tell, said, talk, or spoke. All these are reporting verbs. They change. Then the verb tense changes completely. It changes its in its state. As we go along, we'll see some examples and I'm sure we'll get a better understanding. Now converting direct speech to indirect speech, the things you must know. The things you must know when you need to convert a direct speech to an indirect speech are one. Every sentence must have a subject and a verb. And then you should be able to identify the subject and the object. Let's say an example. Mary said to John, Mary here is the subject and the person receiving what Mary did or the action is John. So we must have a subject and we must have an object. Object being the receiving end. It could be a person, it could be a thing. Mary tapped the dog. Now, Mary in the sentence will be the subject and the dog will be the verb or the action. The dog there is the receiving end, we will call the object. Also, when you want to report a speech, speeches must have a person receiving it. So some, most of the time, sometimes we have first person, second person, third persons. Let's see a sentence with it. I tell you, she's pretty. 
I tell you, she's pretty. Now, if you see my sentence, I there is the first person. I tell you, which means there's a person I'm talking to who is the second person. She's pretty is the third person. We're talking about somebody that is not with us. The person could be in a distance. The person could be walking past. But we're talking about the person. But I'm talking to somebody who is, I'm the first person. The person I'm speaking to is the second person. And the person we are referring to is called the third person. So to report a sentence, you must make sure there are persons in it. First person, second person, and most of the time, even a third person. And also that sentence must have a tense. The tense could be in its present tense, it could be in the past tense, and it also could be in the future tense. Now, those are the things to consider. Those are the things you must know. Once you know this about every sentence, once you can identify this in a sentence, then you know what steps to take. Now, let's start off by identifying the steps. There are six of them, six steps, and we're going to talk about the steps the first step is what we call identify. Now, what are you identifying in the sentence? You take the sentence apart and identify key components in the sentence. First, identify. What are you identifying? Remember, you identify the subject and the object. You also identify the reporting verb in that sentence. And also, you identify the persons in the sentence. And then you identify the tenses. So the first thing you do is identify. You know what to identify. You look out for the sentence. You look out for the object. You look out for the reporting verb. You look out for the persons in the sentence. And then you look out for the tense in that sentence. That's the first step. The second step is you're changing the reporting verb. Now, reporting verb has to change. That's the second step. You must change the reporting verb. Now, let's see how you change the reporting verb or what reporting verb we're changing. If the sentence has said to, you will change that to told. That's how you change the reporting verb. So, we have four of these reporting verbs that you often changes. We have the first one, said to, changes to told. The second one, said, remains said. Said to, changes to told. First, said stays as said. The third one, say to, changes to tell. And the fourth one, says to, changes to tells. These are the ways you change your reporting verb. That's the second step. First step, you identify. The second step, you change the reporting verb. Now, the third step, you replace your invited commas with that. So, any sentence that is in the quotation mark, change it with that a quotation marks changes to that that's the third step now the fourth step you change the pronoun every pronoun in the sentence changes so you're changing them to subjects you change the first person to be the subject second to be object and the third person you don't change because the person is not there so you don't change that person you leave it the first pronoun there is a subject the second one will take the form of an object and then the third one will not be changed so the slogan for this will say it's on subject object and no change that's how you change your pronoun now how do we change our tenses we change our tenses from reporting verb. You change the reporting verb is in the past tense. And then you change the reported speech. Reported speech is not a universal truth or 
a habit. If it's not a universal truth or a habit, you don't change it, you leave it like that. So, but then now let's see what tenses or how our tenses changes. The first tense we'll have is the present tense. If you see a simple present, you change it to a simple past. If you see a present continuous, you change it to a past continuous. If you see a present perfect, you change it to a past perfect. If you see a present perfect continuous, it changes to a past perfect continuous. I'm sure a lot of these things are like, how does it work? We're going to get examples and break it down, but I'm sure you're taking notes. It might be nice to have them written out nicely in your book. Now, let's see the past tense. How does our past tense change? We change from simple past to past perfect. We change from past continuous to past perfect continuous. We change from past perfect to past perfect continuous. Now, sometimes we say the past perfect and the past perfect continuous do not change. You just leave it like that in the sentence. All right. Now, also, when you have words in the future tense, those changes also. Now, let's see words that can change. We have will. Will will change to would. And shall will change to should. Can will change to could. And may will change to might. Not to worry, not to fright. We're going to get examples. And then I'm sure we'll get better understanding when we have examples and then we've broken them out. Now, the sixth step says it changes word denoting time. Now, any word in that sentence that is denoting time, you update it. So time is actually specific. So you change it with a specific word. And then the rules are very strict with this. Now, let's see. We have here. Here changes to there. We have tomorrow. Tomorrow changes to the next day. Today in the sentence will change to that day. Yesterday in the sentence will change to the previous day. This will change to that. Now will change to then. And tonight will change to that night. Now remember, we say they have six steps. Six steps. I'm sure we'll remember the step, or let's go over the step again. The first step is to do what? Identify. What are you identifying? Identifying the subject, the object, and the persons in the sentence. Oftentimes, you must have first person, second, and the third person. You must also know what the reporting verb is. You also change that. Then you replace the quotation marks with that. You change the pronoun. You change the tense and you change the time word. So these are the six rules of changing indirect sentences to direct sentences. So let's see an example. I have a sentence here. You might need to write it down. She said to me, a comma, then quotation mark. Open your and close it. You say, I am playing football with you now. I'll take the sentence again. She said to me, comma, I am playing football with you in quotation marks. Now let's use the six steps to change the sentence from an indirect to a direct sentence. Let's see. The first rule says you need to identify. Let's see what is the subject in the sentence. She is the subject. And then the object in the sentence is the second person who is me. So she is the subject. Me is the object, the person receiving what she said. So she said to. Now remember, the rule says you change the reporting verb. The reporting verb there is said to. Remember, we say said to changes to what? Told. So the sentence will now be, she told me. Remember, you don't change 
the object or you don't change the subject, but you change the reporting verb. So the reporting verb said said to. So we are changing that to told. And then we're replacing the quotation marks with that. So it will be she said to me that. She said to me that. Is replacing. Remember, we are changing the said to to told. So it will be she told me that. Now, what else are we changing? We're changing the pronoun. The pronoun I in that sentence is she. So we're going to change that I to she. And then remember the ending part, what we have in quotation marks says, I am playing football with you now. So because she is a lady, she said to me, the object, I am playing football with you now. Because it's a she, so which means the pronoun will take the she form, which is instead of I, she will write she. And then playing football with you, you there is the second person is going to be me. Now let's see the sentence. Is there any tense in the sentence? Yes. The tense in the sentence says, I am. We are changing that. I am will change to what? I was. Now is there a time word? Is there anything talking about time? Whether present, past or future. We have now, which is the present. Now now says, we change now to what? Then. So the new sentence will be like, will be written like this. With all the changes we've made. She told me that she was playing football with me then. Remember, we say now we change to then. So she told me that she was playing football with me then. So we have changed that indirect speech to a direct speech. So remember the six rules. Let's go back the six rules again. First one, you need to identify the subject and the object. And then you also identify the persons in the sentence. You also identify the reporting verb. And then you replace the quotation mark with that. You change the pronoun. You change the tenses. And you change the time word. Let's see another sentence. So we get better understanding of how to change indirect speech to a direct speech. This, my second sentence is this. Remy said, Shola, I have started a new job. Remy said, Shola, I have started a new job. Now, let's see. So the first thing we're identifying is what? The subject, object, and the persons in the sentence. Now, let's see the subject in this sentence. The subject in this sentence is Remy. And then the object is the person receiving what she said. The object receiving the action, who is Shola. So, we have maybe to identify the subject, Remy, the object, Shola. Now, let's see if there are persons in the sentence. I'll take the sentence again. Remy said, Shola, I have started a new job. So, I there is the first person. There's no second or third person. It's fine. That's a sentence. Now, let's see the changes and then what we're replacing. Now, remember, because we've identified the subject, we've identified the object, we were going to say the reporting verb there is said. And when you have said, you don't change it. It's only when you have said to. And remember, said to changes to told. But because we have said, we're not changing it. So it will be Remy said Shola. Now, let's see. We have a first person there. First person there is E. Because Remy here in this sentence is a boy. So we say E. We're changing the I 
I have started a job to he. Now, we're going to replace the quotation mark, which means the quotation mark of I have started a new job. We say we replace the quotation marks with what? That. So, the start sentence will be, Remy said, Shola, that. Now, we've changed the pronoun I to he. Now, let's see if there's a tense in the sentence. Remember, we are changing tenses. Yes, we have I started. I have started. Now, I have started, the have will change to had. So the sentence will be, he had, instead of have started. So we're changing have started to what had started. Now, let's see, is there a time word in the sentence? Is there a time? Yes, he started a job. Did he tell us the time? Did he tell us if it's today, yesterday, or last month? No, there's no time word, so no change for time. So the new sentence will be, Remy said, Shola, that he started a new job. Remy said, Shola, that he started a new job. So that is one way to change indirect speech to indirect speech. I'm sure today you've had a wonderful time in class. So let's go over the six steps involved in changing an indirect speech to a direct speech. First step is what? Identify. Beautiful. So what are we identifying? You're identifying the subject, the object, and the persons in that sentence. You identify them. Once you've identified them, you know how to change them. Now, the second thing you're identifying is the reporting verb. The reporting verb is an action sentence, which means something happened. So that reporting verb also changes. It changes. Remember, the reporting verb changes. And then we have four reporting verbs that changes, that we use often, and they change. Now, what are those reporting verbs? Said to changes to told. Said remains said. Said to changes to tell and say to changes to tells i'm sure you've learned how to change your indirect speech to direct speech today okay it's been such an amazing journey so far and i believe you've learned how to change your direct speeches to indirect speeches it's been such a wonderful time having you on the other end of class until next time have a great day bye Thank you for listening to this episode of the Podcast for Education. Remember, for your feedbacks and your comments, reach out to us across any of our social media handles that is on Facebook or Instagram at Africa Business Radio. Twitter at Africa Biz Radio. Listen to this particular episode or any other episode of the Podcast for Education on our podcast channel. Log on to www.africabusinessradio.com to do so. I am Onoja saying do not stop learning. Little did I know that when I joined Kaiser Permanente that it would be on my top 10 list for what has made this year great. I can see my physician, I can be referred to the lab, I can then be referred to the pharmacy all in the same building. You, you've got it all. I mean, it's it's quality of care, it's compassion of care, it's convenience of care. It's true. Every medical case is unique. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mid-Atlantic States, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852.